Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Caleb Franklin, uh, who is the founder of Hey Hey Global, uh, which is a platform that empowers the world's top talent uh, to deliver easy, fun, and memorable experiences for their uh, fans at scale. Uh, hi, Caleb. Welcome to ELI. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Really excited for this. Uh, I would request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Well, hi, guys. I'm uh, Caleb Franklin, CEO and founder of Hey Hey. Um, you know, I have spent the last 12 years of my life uh, living in India, and I think the last a uh, few decades of my life, uh, just interested in learning about India. Uh, but I am from Los Angeles, California. Okay. I've always been a huge fan of film and entertainment. And of course, that means Bollywood. Okay. Uh, and I started my career actually working at a very large media and entertainment company in Los Angeles called Creative Artist Agency, CAA, which is really all about working with celebrities. So everyone from Will Smith, Andre Agassi, Steven Spielberg, Justin Bieber, um, and I helped build that business out in the Middle East. And then in my last stint there, I opened up our business in India, working with people like Priyanka Chopra and Rambir Kapoor, who just got married. Right. Woo -woo. Uh, and so uh, I, I'm a lover of all things celebrity and talent. And, and for me, Hey Hey was really about just bringing joy to, to people. And people love Bollywood. People love cricket. Uh, how could we connect those people closer to their fans? That was the goal. Uh, and it's been a fun journey so far. Awesome. Uh, tell us about Hey Hey, what it is about. And uh, if it is a platform, how does it work? Yeah. So, so Hey Hey is all about fun, man. You know, uh, when, we, when we first thought about the company, you know, everyone made fun of us because we called it Hey Hey, mm. uh, you know, which is not so your typical tech platform name. But the point of it for us was, you know, look, we want to be able to connect somebody to their favorite person on earth and get that person to do something for them. Okay. Uh, it started out with things like a shout out. So you could go and get Govinda to do a birthday request for your aunt. It would be customized. And so you could say, hey, this is my aunt. This is her name. She's turning 55. She's a huge fan of yours. Uh, her dog's name is Peppy. Uh, can you include that all in the birthday wish? Mm -hmm. And you would get that. And, and, you know, what amazed me about the product was that you could really, really deliver somebody something that they could never have had access to before. And we could do it all through a technology platform. Um, you know, we were, of course, inspired by companies in the West. So there's a, a platform in the U.S. named Cameo mm -hmm. uh, that does this. Um, and so we very quickly set out to see how we could deploy it across India. We also launched in Japan as well. Um, but uh, it's been a great ride so far. We've got, you know, 2,500 celebrities on the platform. Uh, we do a minimum of 100 requests every month. And it's just so great to see, like, the smiles on people's face when they get these videos. Um, so, yeah. Curious to know uh, what would be the technical stack behind it, uh, because the way I see it, uh, you'll, uh, although onboarding celebrities is one thing, but uh, when you have on-demand requests, for example, let's say somebody is asking to uh, 
uh, get a shout out from uh, Priyanka Chopra, uh, then you, you need to have Priyanka Chopra uh, installed a mobile app, uh, which would uh, give him give her a notification that somebody is requesting for shout out. How does it work? Can you tell us on a technical level? Absolutely. Yeah. On the technical level, I mean, basically, if you, our, our core system, which is all you know, built on Ruby on Rails, is basically how we did it. Because to your point, we needed a consumer-facing uh, platform marketplace that then fed into um, an app that talent and celebrities would have on their phone. To your point, that would ping them for notifications that would allow them to record the video once they received the request. And then once they sent the video, it also needed to send money to them mm -hmm. super fast. And like, if you think about why our business matters to talent, like today, 77% of all artists in the world make the majority of their money from brand deals, right? And so if you could be in a world where you could create a new revenue stream, and for us uniquely from a tech stack platform um, situation, how can we do it in a way that when you sent that shout out, we could pay you within four hours? And that was the technological challenge. And especially in a place like India, making sure that our GST, making sure that our accounting is there. So back to the tech stack, we have our platform marketplace that feeds out into a talent facing app. And then that app allows us to notify, get the uh, talent to book. And then once they book, we're actually able to pay them instantaneously. And we're working with several payment providers to do that. Um, but that's basically the, the sort of core workflow that we work on. Uh, also speaking from a business point of view, I think at the end of the day, it's a customer who who pays us. So is it uh, good enough uh, money that customer pays us so that we can pay back to the celebrity? Is the ticket size good enough? Or, you know, if you can give us a perspective on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, the unique thing about us is we don't set any of the prices for the celebrities, right? So when celebrities come onto our platform, they set their own price. Okay. And remember, most celebrities at a very, very high-end level, Shah Rukh Khan is probably not going to be on Hey Hey, as much as I love him. Um, you know, our platform delivers usually three things. One is love, uh, power, money, right? So if you're a celebrity that has an abundance of love already, you probably don't need Hey Hey. If you already have uh, abundance of power or what I, what I like to say, fame, mm. um, probably sit outside of our barriers and then it also if you're sitting on cores and cores of money you know like doing shout outs doesn't move the needle so much for you but mm -hmm. what you'll find is that the significant majority of people who are talent and celebrities and sports stars they don't mind it right and so if you look at the average price point of a shout out uh, on hey hey it's about two thousand rupees mm -hmm. um and we take 25 percent. the celebrity keeps 75 percent um but you know for them it's so easy and you get paid so fast uh that they don't mind just sitting on a sunday and just recording three or four at a time and just getting it in but more importantly than the money i'll be honest with you what the talent tells us is they've never had a way to do this for their fans before right like uh -huh. you find that that first pillar i talked about love like to be able to have somebody who follows you who cares about your career and you get to do something really special for them, 
that's priceless, right? These are all artists. These are all creative people. So for them, that's what gets them excited. Um, and, you know, by the way, we do have some people on the platform who are at like 12 lakhs, right? Uh, all the way down to people who are at 500 rupees. So, you know, it just all depends. But once again, you know, from a business perspective, because it's being facilitated through technology and not through like a human being and a broker, it's scalable in that way. Uh, I went through the website and I, I understand there is an NFT component to the platform. So can you explain that bit to us? Uh, how does it work or what is it about? Dude, we are so excited about what we're doing in the NFT world. Uh, and we haven't officially announced it yet. So I will, I will divulge as much as I can. Um, but if you think about, right, like you, you mentioned what our sort of goal is our vision statement. Our vision statement is, is really allowing some of the most amazing people in the world to connect with their fans, do it at scale and do it in a customized way. We about nine months ago started to understand that NFTs and Web3 allowed us to do this even more powerfully than what we could be doing with our current uh, tech stack. And mm -hmm. so uh, myself, my uh, product managers, my engineers, we went out and we actually built our own proprietary smart contract Okay. Uh, and um, basically what we are doing now, and we'll soon release our first one next week, mm -hmm. uh, is doing major NFT collections on behalf of the celebrities on Hey Hey. And yeah. so what that means is that, um, whereas earlier, if you think about our platform, if you're a celebrity or a talent, we're, we're putting products around you that you can monetize your audience with. So you mm -hmm. have your shout outs. We have a product called Hey Sign, where you know people can get an autograph from you. But now you have this NFT, and the way that our NFT smart contract works is that it allows for infinite customization. So earlier you could only do a shout out or a Hey Sign, but now with an NFT we can mint things in there like go skydiving, uh, go out to dinner, be in a Bollywood movie. These are all types of real world utilities that we can now put into these NFTs. And then once we have those, we actually mint those and drop those directly to fans. And our first drop will be on OpenSea, Rarible, uh, but we're soon going to be launching our own marketplace, which I think we're really fun and excited about. Okay. Uh, now coming to the, uh, the end customer side. So can you tell us how building a cool tech platform is cool and onboarding celebrities. I think that is your uh, expertise. You have been doing this for a long time, uh, but how do you onboard customers? How do they discover about the platform and how do they come to the platform? Yeah, I mean, look, I think that was, I would say probably one of our biggest challenges at first, right? Like to your point, we've been in this business for the last 15 years. So the supply side, the talent uh, was not the hard part, but how do you meaningfully engage, build a funnel and also get people to convert uh, was, was something that I think uh, we had challenges with. I think it's something we still have challenges with and something that we're refining. You know, obviously we started with the typical playbook of Facebook, Google ads, hmm. you know, social media. And, you know, we, we, we've actually been able to build, I would say a strong, uh, uh, social media audience. I'd like for it to be a lot more. Uh, but what we most importantly observed is that there is a flywheel aspect of this business. And what I mean by that is the most 
in the most sort of uh, prolific way for us to get users and people onto our platform is actually the celebrities themselves, right? So if you look at the combined reach of the 2,500 plus artists on Hey Hey Today, you're well into the billion of sort of reach of people globally. And so instead of just going out and throwing money you know, down the proverbial uh, digital marketing drain with Google and, and Facebook, why wouldn't we just get our celebrities to tweet, talk about, hey, come to Hey Hey, book a shout out, book a shout out with them, share that shout out with their fans, with people. And when we saw that, what we noticed was that people who really loved that celebrity were excited to see them doing something cool and innovative. They would then book. Once they got their shout out, they would share it with their friends. Once their friends saw it, then it would go back to stuff. And so it's like, what we're yeah. kind of doing is, you know, not traditional digital user marketing. It's really now, how do we continue to build this flywheel between the celebrity, the customer and the platform? Um, and I think, uh, you know, NFTs are gonna give us a really cool way to do that uh, even more, but, but yeah, users for us have been best generated through the celebrities themselves. I think it's an amazing growth hack that you have uh, been doing. Um, now, uh, I think uh, almost all the product companies are concerned about product market fit, where they are in the product market fitment curve. Uh, and uh, almost 99% of the uh, platforms are behind that curve. Only 1% make it to the other side. So can you tell us where you are as a product company or as a platform? Um, from the acceptability from market or fitment with the yeah. market? I mean, dude, this is every entrepreneur. I, you know, I, I'd like to, because we're here to sort of give entrepreneurs sort of the real deal, the real yeah. truth. Yeah. I think you're right. You know, like as a, someone who's building a platform, your, your goal is to sprint and to iterate and to pivot, to get to product market fit mm. uh, as fast as possible. Uh, in terms of our own platform, I do believe that the celebrity shout out uh, business has not yet hit its product market fit at scale for, let's say, the Indian audience, right? And, and we've, I don't think it's necessarily the products and the platforms that are out there. I think it's just sort of the Indian cultural dynamic, right? And so when you're looking at somebody who has, you know, at scale, you know, probably thousand, three thousand rupees discretionary income per month, you know, is the first thing they're going to line up to buy a shout out. And I think, you know, we've iterated and tried to create products at a lower price point. So we have a product that's at 50 rupees. Um, but I think that two things that we've noticed in the last sort of eight months doing this is one, I think people who have the discretionary income, who try this, love it. But ultimately the feedback that we get is that people kind of want to own something because this money means so much to them. And that's where I believe the NFT product suite and platform will actually be able to deliver a lot of the things that we love about sort of the shout out and the competition um, features of our platform, but do it in a way that like there's something that someone owns at the end of the day. They have that NFT that's giving them real world utility, that's giving them access to community, that's spitting off a lot of value 
Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, I don't, I don't see why someone would shell out, you know, 10 lakhs, five lakhs, 5,000 rupees, you know, in demonstrable numbers um, outside of that. So that, that's, that's really why we are leaning heavily into what we can be doing and, and what we are doing with NFTs. Um, that's number one. And I think number two is um, while it's coming and, you know, we do believe that you are going to have a world where hundreds of millions of people will be using these as great gifting uh, mm. for their friends and their family. As an entrepreneur, you don't have the time to wait, right? So you have to pivot and you have to kind of understand, speak to the users and figure out what do they want. And so, you know, I think that we are getting very close. I would not say by any means in shape and form that we're at the 1% of people, you know, we're not at the Misho, uh, Baiju level yet, but we're iterating and we've got great investors that are behind us to make sure that we get there. But yeah, to answer your question directly, I think the celebrity commerce business in India is still very nascent, which mm-hmm. points to a huge opportunity. Um, but it's going to be different than what it is in the U.S. And that's kind of exciting, right? Like how it looks and how it feels is going to not be a cut and paste of Cameo. And, and we're excited to kind of be charging at that opportunity. Uh what is the scale component in in your business the way i see it uh, i think uh, some, let's say priyanka chopra is wishing someone happy birthday i think uh, that is uh, you know uh, every time there is a new request priyanka chopra has to come and wish uh, him or her happy birthday so there is no scale part of it if i were to do it i would say uh, priyanka chopra wishing someone named john happy birthday john i think that that video will be used thousand times whenever there is a new john coming onto the platform that is scale for me so how do you uh, how have you approached the scale part of it well i think you you you're right um i think the scale comes in two forms right like number one is that yes we all know priyanka chopra john abraham uh uh you know, Ajay Devgan, but there are literally millions and millions of influencers and creators in this country alone. Right. right. We're sort of taking this thing, right? So yes, uh, Priyanka Chopra is not going to be able to do like 2000 of these in a day, but there are literally 2,500 people who could benefit from doing this 10 times a day. And so I think individual vendors, individual celebrities being empowered by the tools is, is one aspect of scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second aspect is how do we continue to find customization, personalization mm-hmm. without requiring the celebrity or the talent or the brand to do something physically? And I think that's where NFTs get really cool, right? Yeah. And so if I'm in a world where that, to your point, happy birthday, John, uh, becomes a slick NFT that gets some art behind it, that gets you into a few VIP events for Priyanka around the country and you're selling 10,000 of them, Mm. uh, that gets really exciting. And, you know, we should have done this probably a week later because I would love to tell you what's happening on this this Bollywood celebrity NFT launch that we're doing. I've been pretty surprised by two things. One is we were sold out of the NFTs before we even announced them, Mm. number one. Number two is the demand for it is huge. So I just think it's like, once again, and as an entrepreneur, 
you're kind of running and hitting your head against the wall to kind of figure out what users want. And then you kind of find it and it's like so amazing. So next week, you and I, we're going to talk about it, but it's, uh, I, I think NFTs have unlocked further scalability for us uh, beyond what we could be doing on Web2. Okay. Uh, the next question uh, is around challenges. So tell us about what are the different challenges, big challenges that you have faced so far while building and growing this venture? Yeah, no, I, I would say three big challenges. You know, like I was with, um, Keihei worked with a company called Coinbase who just did their launch mm. in India a week ago. And we're, we're partnering with them on some cool stuff around Web3 applications. But, um, you know, in that session, Brian Armstrong, I was the CEO of Coinbase talked about like he never felt that he would be the right type of CEO because he's very, very tech. He's an engineering background. He was an engineer at Airbnb until he realized that there is a CA, CEO version in all of us, right? And so like I happen to come from a non-technical background. There's a lot of founders that come from a technical background. There's founders that come from marketing backgrounds. So there's CEOs in all of us. And I think what you, the first challenge that most non-technical uh, or any type of CEO will face is like, how do you scale and build fast the capabilities that you may not naturally possess, right? And for me, that was around like, how do we build a, a, a culture and a workflow of shipping things fast um, and that, that required me to really kind of upskill myself in, term, in terms of tech. Um, and so I would say our, our first big challenge was, was that. And then obviously the last year has probably been the most competitive time on earth for engineering talent. And so, you know, bless you, bless you. You know, as you are like looking to hire technology talent and you're competing against, you know, like Google, and you're competing against startups, you know, all around the world. And I, I know, by the way, that you're a huge enthusiast around work from home. Right. Uh, but work from home now means that, like, the tech pool that we have is being now hired by people all over the world. And, and, I, and I love that. It just means that, like, you need to be really, really smart in defining your vision, what your company is doing, and also providing value to people to come on board to help you build out your product. So I would say that was challenge number one. I think challenge number two really centered around, um, you know, how we were going to think disruptively about the space, right? And so when we first got in the business, you know, we were probably one of two companies doing this. And then in the span of like three months, there were like eight people doing it. Uh, and, you know, that can be a bit uh, disarming. Uh, what we saw was a lot of our competitors were going out and just paying money to celebrities to onboard into the platform, mm. which we always kind of felt was like a short term, a short term fix, right? Like ultimately the same money that you could be spending on that celebrity, you could be spending to make your product better so that it's a natural thing that they see the value, uh, of you. Um, and so I think the challenge that, um, we faced was that decision on whether or not to really invest in the product or just invest in, you know, bringing on talent as fast as possible by paying them. And I think we chose to do the former. 
And I think that's probably why today um, there's really no one in our space that are doing things like we're doing, especially when you start thinking about smart contracts and Web3. Um, and so I think that was a, that, but that was a big, that was a big, that was a big challenge, right? And we, we had meaningful celebrities who were like, look, man, we're, we're happy to come on board. Just put, put a crore in my bank account. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I think I should be spending that on the product. Um, so yeah, that was, that was another challenge. Any pivots that you have done to the overall? Oh my God. Model? Oh my God. I'm pivoting all the time, brother. I think, I think when we started, we were a shout outs, then we moved to competitions. Then we thought about what could we be doing around raffles. Um, and then, uh, you know, now we're building out the NFT capabilities. The great thing about Hey Hey though, is that as we're pivoting and trying out new things, uh, they can stay in the product stack, right? Celebrities can still use them, find them, right? So today, you know, if I'm building out an NFT that has all these cool features, I can still use a shout out function in that, right? Like they can still actually put a shout out into the NFT and use our tech stack for that. Um, but I think, man, we, we, we pivot all the time. Um, and I think you have to, you know, like you have to test, you have to ship, and then you have to get data and change. And I think we've gotten much better at that over time. In the beginning, we were really slow, like super slow. And, you know, like we had this team meeting where we all got together and we're like, we're going to commit to one thing mm -hmm. fast is as slow as we go. Right. It's like our model. And, you know, when you live by that sort of learning, it just changes the way you think. Um, right. By the way, sometimes you can move too fast, but you rather move too fast than be too slow. Well, uh, due to, uh, I had many more questions around the venture, but due to time constraint, I, I am just limiting to two more questions. Tell sure. us, as an entrepreneur, what do you think is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you? How would you define the term entrepreneur? I think, uh, I think the, the actual experience of an entrepreneur is just really Wow, I, I, I think about this a lot, but I, I really feel that it's about learning so quickly, new things all the time, uh, and then applying that to your own business. You know, I, I have been in professional life for 15 years before doing this, and I can tell you I've learned more in one year being an entrepreneur than I have in like five years being a professional. And that just comes because every day you are finding new challenges, things you didn't expect, hurdles you didn't see. Uh, and, you know, that can be really good because you have a lot of really, really good days and you have some days that are like really, really tough. Um, but I think entrepreneurship is probably like the most rewarding experience that I've had to learn, to be challenged uh, and to get beat up, frankly, a lot. Um, but I will tell you, this is not a path for the weak. You have to be really, really strong to do this. Uh, but it's it's very rewarding. And uh, the final question: uh, What are the lessons that you have learned as an entrepreneur, which we can take away? Mm, definitely, uh, tell the truth and nothing more. Something Jeff Bezos lives by. I like to live by it too. I think we often can let our marketing get above or in front of our product. 
Um, and so be hyper honest, right? Like it's in hyper honesty, both when you're talking to investors, you're talking to users, you're talking to, um, you know, vendors, just be very honest about what's going on. And, 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 and when you begin to live in a world of just reliance on the truth, um, you begin to actually be able to address it and, and, and change faster. So that's number one. And then I would say the, the second thing is just to be, you know, really, really um, focused on holding to your word and holding to your promises, right? Like we often are in this sort of cannonball run to build companies very fast. And I think in a lot of, in a lot of ways, people get into that and they're willing to, you know, do things that may fool investors or fool users, you know, long-term that doesn't ultimately work. And so I would just say, I know there's so much pressure uh, for people to really just super hack growth and find cool ways to do things very, very fast. Um, but those shouldn't be done at the expense of sort of right business practices and ethics. It's a long, this is a long run and a long race. And so, you know, I would encourage people to think about it that way as well. Well, uh, thanks for your time, Caleb. It was a great pleasure to host you and uh, honor as well. Uh, I would say my best wishes for Hey Hey Global. Thank you so much. I'm sending you a shout out. Thank you. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. Chat soon. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.